What's up, Nutritionistas? Welcome to episode four of Healthyish with Nutrish Mish. I'm super excited about today's episode because it's something that everyone struggles with. And if you're listening to this close to the time that we posted it, it is the holidays. Um, if it's nowhere near the holidays, even if it is July, it's still something that people struggle with. So by the end, you're gonna be an absolute pro. And the topic is temptation. So where it comes from, how to overcome it, because when you feel like you're constantly tempted by things around you, it makes eating healthy so much harder. So by the end of this episode, you are going to have a much better understanding. Stay tuned till the very end. We're going to have a special thing for you guys, a little holiday treat. So stay tuned to the very end and you guys are going to get access to a very special holiday treat that I'm excited to share with you. So temptation. All right, let's break all of this down. So the first thing you want to understand is where temptation comes from. Think about any time that you've been tempted by anything. It doesn't even have to be food. It doesn't have to be the cookies. It doesn't have to be the sugar plums dancing this time of year. It could be literally any time. Think about when you were maybe back in high school. Did you like the guy or girl that liked you or did you like the guy or girl that didn't like you? If you're like me and like most people, you like the guy or girl who didn't like you. Um, Another question, when you were 20, how exciting was the thought of drinking alcohol versus when you're 21, you're like, nah. So temptation comes from restriction. Temptation comes from when things are off limits. And anytime that you feel like you can't have something, you want it even that much more. Um, I had my dog, was <laughs> had a little doggy play date the other day. My dog was playing with her doggy best friend and her little doggy best friend, Chowder, um, <laughs> took a toy that she hadn't, she hasn't played with in, in probably a year. She hasn't even looked at this toy. And Chowder started playing with this toy, and now all of a sudden, my dog had to play with this toy. Was fighting Chowder for it, like it was, it, you would have thought it was her very favorite, and just she hadn't touched it in a year. But because now all of a sudden somebody else was playing with it and she could not play with it, she wanted it all that much more. So this is something that is ingrained in, in other animals too, not just humans. Um, have you ever like gone shopping in a store? This has happened to me so many times. You ever like go shopping in a store and you're like eyeing an out, like let's say you're eyeing like a sweater, you're eyeing a shirt, and you're like, yeah, that's kind of cute. You know, I think I, you know, maybe I'll come back to that. And somebody picks it up and starts walking away with it, and you're like, that bitch better put that sweater down <laughs> because now all of a sudden you can't have it. And now you want it that much more. So when you feel like you're tempted by something, it's because somewhere in your belief system, somewhere you've ingrained in yourself, I can't have this. I'm not supposed to have this. This is off limits in my head. Even if it's something like, um, like let's say you love brownies, but let's say like chips just don't do it for you, right? So you would be very tempted by brownies and chips, which aren't healthy either, obviously. You're never tempted by them because you, you can kind of take or leave them anytime. It's not exciting for you, but the brownies, oh my gosh, you love those, you really want them, but technically in your mind, you're not supposed to have them. So that's where temptation comes from. So if we know where temptation comes from, now we can start to override it because what's difficult is let's say you really really want something right let's say you're at a party and there's all these amazing desserts and you're like oh my gosh like I have to be so good I don't want to get any weight over the holiday I want to stick to my program I want to stick to my diet whatever you're doing and you like white knuckle it through right 
what usually happens is maybe you get through the party, right? But then what happens is you come home and nine times out of 10, you're more likely to binge or you're more likely to have something at home because you didn't allow yourself to have what you wanted. So temptation is so difficult and white knuckling it will make you successful sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. Um, But it's not pleasant to white knuckle through it. You know what I mean? It's not pleasant to try to like talk yourself off the ledge. I remember, you know, before I, I kind of you know, dealt with all these things and figured all these things for myself. I, I don't know why, it's the weirdest thing. I remember being in my parents' house, I must have been 15 or 16 years old, and they had like all of their, we had like a candy drawer, right? My mom was um, very controlling with, with candy and sweets and whatever, but we did have a candy drawer. And I remember like, if I knew everyone went to bed, I knew I could like sneak down and like take some things and like nobody would know about it, right? Um, and I remember one night, cause I was, I realized I wanted to lose weight and all of a sudden the candy drawer just became more tempting to me than ever and I remember literally staying up at night being like I don't know 13 14 15 years old and just being like oh my god like I just want to go downstairs and I just want to have some freaking candy and I remember like struggling that night until I went to sleep and I remember that night I didn't go down for it but it was like the hardest thing and I was like god there's got to be another way to do this and that's what kind of sparked my interest in in this kind of diet-free culture that we're creating. Um, so that's where temptation comes from. Temptation comes from restriction. So do we necessarily have to be restricted to be successful with losing weight? Does our diet have to be perfect in order to do that? Well, diet culture will lead you to believe that, yes, it does. Um, so when you go to a nutritionist, and let's say you're going to a nutritionist because you know you have high blood sugar or you're trying to lose some weight, a nutritionist will tell you or the diet program will tell you, yeah, you really can't have anything. You really can't have any of this stuff. And if you do, it's cheating. And I hate that word because cheating implies you're doing something wrong when you do it. So there's all of a sudden this shame associated with it. So now I have to feel bad when I do it too. So you can kind of hear how this cultivates a bad relationship with food. So either you don't have the stuff that you like at all now it's now you want it even more and and then when you do have it if you do have it now it's cheating now you did something bad like that's a terrible culture to create and that's why diets typically don't work for people a long time so cutting everything out doesn't work in anything in life and let's compare this to something completely not nutrition related just so you can understand it so Let's talk about finances because there's so many like financial um, money kind of uh, nutrition comparisons here. So if I said to, if I, if I went to a financial advisor and that financial advisor said to me, listen, Nutrishmish, every dime you make, you either have to save it or put it towards your bills. I might do it for a little while, but I would probably then shortly after when I couldn't do it anymore, I'd go on a shopping spree or a binge and I would buy everything and I'd be like, and I'm not going to buy anything ever again after this. This is the only time I'm going to buy stuff. So now I'm just buying shit just to buy it, right? Um, because whenever you have restriction, it kind of then breeds over consumption. But a financial advisor, a good one at least, maybe if you have a not so great one, but a good financial advisor will never tell you that every dime you make, you have to save it or put it towards your bills because that means you can't buy a stick of gum, you can't go on vacation, you can't buy a shirt, you can't do anything outside of the necessary. And that's a really tough way to live. So a good financial advisor will do what? They will build you in discretionary income. Right. So discretionary income is the place where you can kind of live and you can, you know, after your bills and after your, you know, your um, savings and all that kind of responsible stuff, then you get to have fun with what's left over. And you need that. Right. And, and everyone has a, a, a discretionary income to an extent. So how come we don't do that with nutrition? Right. That's what we really should be doing. So with our clients, we create 
we actually call it a budget and there's a we have a very specific formula where we can kind of tell people like to the thing how much of the fun stuff they can get away with and still lose weight but for you guys here's the best way to do this i would write down everything that you're eating for a week the good the bad the ugly just write it all down get that data there count up how many things you kind of deem not so healthy it doesn't really matter your definition for now um you know if you're just kind of starting to practice this and let's say it's like let's be dramatic about it let's say it's like 50 things right now pick a number less than 50 and that's your budget for this week because your body will always respond to improvements we kind of have it in our head that everything has to be perfect in order to see results in reality and trust me i have had thousands and thousands of clients i've conducted almost 50,000 appointments in my career so far. Those are real numbers. So I can tell you with certainty, right, that if I have a guy coming in here who's eating 15 cheeseburgers a day, right, and then the next week he eats 10 cheeseburgers, that's not ideal. But what I can tell you with certainty is that person is going to lose weight that week. Now, if I told him, listen, guy, <laughs> don't eat cheeseburgers, they're bad for you, that's not wrong information, but that's too much of a jump that's too it's too much of a it, it's too much for somebody to be able to do that and if i'm giving people advice that's right but it's advice that they can't execute what is the point of my right advice so we have a saying at nutritionist right we say improve don't perfect right so the best place to kind of start with this is take inventory of how much of the, the junk you're eating now how much of maybe the not so great stuff you're eating right now we call them indulgences and once you have an honest number, make that number slightly less. And that's a really great place to start. Now, sometimes though, even when we do create a budget for people and they see that it works, sometimes people are still like, they always get a little greedy in a sense. They're like, but I don't wanna be restricted at all. The second I feel restricted in any capacity, I feel like I'm on a diet, right? Because listen, you're gonna be able to have some things, but you're not gonna be able to have it every single time that you want something just because that's not the way that it works, right? But with we don't feel that way about anything else you know you don't go to the mall and blow your entire paycheck right you don't say oh my gosh i want unlimited sick days or, or i should have unlimited vacation days you are like oh i get this many sick days i get these many vacation days um i have this much discretionary income i can blow this much at the mall you don't look at it as something that you're not getting you look at it as something that you are getting so as you're listening to this you have developed these skill sets in other areas of your life now all you have to do is transfer it over we call it kind of like living in the middle lane you can't be all and you can't be nothing you got to kind of find that middle lane Keep in mind though, the middle lane, developing, it's a skill that you're trying to develop. So it's gonna be a little bit outside of your comfort zone for people who are used to being very restrictive with their diet. Um, if that's working for you, great. If you're a human like the rest of us and you you kind of like are bouncing back and forth, you know, if you are you know giving 100 and then you're taking 100, you're always gonna be left with zero. But if you give 1% and 2% and 3% and 4%, you know, you're always kind of making forward progress. Look at this concept as a skill you're trying to develop. Anytime that you're trying to develop any skill, nutrition or otherwise, you don't get it the first time. It takes practice. So be patient with yourself. Make your goal to kind of develop this skill. And you'll notice it feels much better than restriction and you see results. And just like anything else, the more you practice, the better you get out of it. Does that make sense? Now, I'm telling you that the body will respond to improvement. I'm telling you all of these things. And just to make another money comparison here, you know, if financial advisor said to you, hey, write down everything you're spending for me and I'm gonna make you a millionaire, you would write down every little freaking thing. You would be like, I went to the dollar store, <laughs> I'm writing that down. Because 
he just told you specific instructions. And if you follow those set of instructions, there is a big payout at the end of the day. So that's very motivating. Now, the problem with this and nutrition is that we've been promised a big payout a million times. But just because you've been promised it doesn't mean that you were delivered it, right? But keeping in mind, every single time that you might have attempted this stuff in the past, it was a different, there's a very, you know, manipulating your weight and learning how to diet is a very different skill set than learning how to develop a good relationship with food. It's very different than learning how to like work in, you know, the, the fun stuff, if you want to call it that. These are all skills and skills do take time to develop. Um, but I promise you, because again, that 40, almost 50,000 appointments under my belt, I've seen this happen a million times. If you do practice and you do kind of look at everything this way, you will be successful with it eventually. Um, but I understand why sometimes people are reluctant because if you've been promised something over and over and over again and it wasn't delivered or it was delivered but in a way that wasn't maintainable, um, that's where it gets a little tough for people. People sometimes feel like, well, why bother eating healthy? You know, the other shoe's gonna drop eventually. Or, you know, I've always gained the weight back in the past. Examine the way that you've done it before. And if you've never done it this way, give it a shot. It's much more pleasant. I hope that makes sense to everybody so far. So just to kind of recap, temptation comes from restriction. Anytime that you're restricted in anything in life, it has all of this allure. So to begin to take that allure away and knock food off its pedestal a little bit, we, well, we're going to put it on the table. It's going to be an option. Well, how much, right? So everyone feels like, well, if I'm trying to eat healthy, you know, New Year's is coming up, so I gotta like eat everything now and I'm never gonna have this stuff again for the rest of my life. That's not realistic, right? Unless you can do something for the rest of your life, you're probably going to gain the weight back. So don't even mess with it. I'm sure you guys have seen that a million times, right? So what you wanna do is you wanna take inventory of how much stuff you're having right now, pick a lower number than that, and that's a good number to start with. Um, like I said, if you ever become a client of Nutrition Mish, we have a very amazing specific formula for this where we can tell you to the thing, how much of the fun stuff you can get, get away with and still lose, um, which, which is great for people because it gives people a lot of, um, it, 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 takes, it gives people a lot of confidence, and then it takes the stress and the guilt away, which is huge. But for now, this is a great place to start for you. And you already have the skill set because you guys all budget your paychecks, you budget your sick days, you budget your vacation days, you guys all have this skill set already. Now all we're doing is we're applying the exact same skill set you've already developed to something different. And keep in mind that your body will respond to improvement. It never ever has to be perfect. All right, I hope that helps you guys get through this little tricky time of year with temptation being everywhere. But good news, great opportunity to practice. And if you don't have opportunities to practice this stuff, you're never gonna get good at it. I hope that makes sense. So I promised you guys at the beginning a special little gift for you. So I'm gonna post a link at the bottom here and we are gonna be doing a free webinar all about how to actually lose weight without dieting. Um, the diet culture has kept us overweight. The diet culture has kept us unhealthy. And when you guys hear some of the stuff we're going to go over in the seminar, you're going to be like, oh my God, you're going to have light bulb moment after light bulb moment. I'm so excited to blow a lot of minds. Um, I think it's going to be something where every single person that attends leaves feeling like they're going to be in a lot more control this year than ever before. So check out that webinar. I'm going to post the link at the bottom. You can sign up and um, I hope to see you guys in there. All right. Until next time, follow us on social media at NutrishMish, that's N-U-T-R-I-S-H-M-I-S-H, and I will check you guys out next episode.